Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. People always want to know, where. what's with the deal with It's Lovin' Time? If you listen to our old radio show, when we were actually on a radio station, uh, that was from a country-western artist named Red Solvine. <laughs> and uh, maybe I can put the whole thing in context with you, because we used to play this song from time to time, and we considered it to be interesting, but also a little creepy. A lot of his songs have both of those elements going on. So here's the part, here's the here's the song leading up to the part that gets creepy. Now, my dad was a man that knew his own mind. And I remember when he'd call us all together and he'd say, family, it's loving time. I'm sure he had all the best here's intentions the with that, <laughs> but uh, a little and creepy. Maybe it's just the way we're taking it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Lisa and I both enjoyed mm. little bags of Cheetos here just a moment ago. Guaranteed fresh until the printed date. Look at the printed date there. We are just like an hour away I know. from them being expired. It doesn't have a year on it, though. It just has like a month and a day. Well, that's true. There's no year. so. But they taste pretty fresh to me. Yeah. They're tasty. They're made with real cheese, it says in one section. <laughs> and then down below, it says cheese-flavored snacks. <laughs> so. What do the ingredients say? Enriched cornmeal. Mm, I love enriched cornmeal. Ferrous sulfate, niacin. Niacin's supposed to be good for you. Thiamine mononitrate. Riboflavin. Riboflavin. That's supposed to be good for you. Folic acid. Yeah, good riboflavin's for you. good for your blood. Mm-hmm. Vegetable oil, corn. Only when you get midway does it say cheese seasoning. Right. Whey, che- mm-hmm. cheddar cheese, milk, cheese cultures. Uh, have you ever studied any uh, history of the ancient cheese cultures, by the way? <laughs> took it, I took it when I went to community college. It's fascinating. No, and it does contain some milk ingredients as well. Mm. Way. Yeah. Mm. So that's really Zero cheap. cholesterol, Lisa. Mm-hmm. That means it must be good for you. Yeah, I guess, are they going to tell us that these are genetically manufactured? No problem. Or engineered? These, have, these, aren't, these aren't natural, are they? Do these grow in the wild? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, They're so good. What do you think about that... that proposition or is it an initiative you know, 522 you know what i hate is that i know what I, you're gonna say I because this is what i hate i think this everybody hates this what when you don't get a clear yes or no on what it is you're voting on exactly they cloud the issue so much I and feel, then you don't know how I am feel, i supposed to vote i feel wholly unprepared to even make an argument one way or the other um let me just back up for a moment uh, we know we get the nice people who listen to us really all around the globe I may not know what we're talking about. This uh, 522 thing has to do with genetically 
uh, what are they, genetically modified or genetically produced right. foods, foods. Uh, mandatory so, labeling laws that they're trying to pass. Yes, so you'd have to mm -hmm. label, if you if it's genetically made, you have to put that on the label. Mm -hmm. uh, that And, and the, the yes part of that would be people saying, yes, I want to know what's in my food. Yeah. The, the counterpart of it, the no part of it is, well, then uh, get, get prepared to pay a lot higher prices because this can be expensive for mm -hmm. people who produce food either to stop making the genetically produced food or mm -hmm. to have to put new labels on their mm -hmm. existing products or and, may or may not even be it may, it may have to, it may pertain to things like dog food and yeah. stuff that you know I don't normally eat sometimes I do but not always my dog's better than your dog my dog's better than yours my dog's better cuz he gets kennel ration my dog's better than yours so yeah, I don't get it. I don't yeah, really but understand. But it's just another great example, and it, it is, I believe, it is is first or second all time spending on a, on a, a issue that people are going to vote on. Yeah. Uh, companies like Monsanto and uh, Dupont are putting a bunch of money into into defeating this thing, mm -hmm. and and then there's uh, like a natural foods company that's uh, sent money to. Now, to get the thing to pass, but as much as you try to read about it, it it is obfuscated by both sides, so that you really exactly. I don't know why I don't know what I should. Yeah, vote. I have absolutely. I guess no I'll idea. flip a coin. Does this even mean like fruit? Like if I'm in the fruit area and it's been a, a melon and a strawberry have been crossbred, that has to have a label that says that was genetically. Well, I think I think that's illegal <clears throat> for one thing. I mean, you don't want. <laughs> That gets into a whole other kinky area. But, but this is what I don't understand. Just because something's been genetically modified doesn't necessarily mean it's bad for you. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think people yeah. are kind of being think, outraged by something they don't really understand. Well, they don't. Except that that you get people at their most visceral level when you just said, don't you think you ought to know what it is in the food that you buy? Well, yeah, I sure do. I just ate an entire thing of Cheetos yeah, and, and we, then read the label. So yeah. you know what? Well, you know, I'd apparently... We, we know that we've just eaten folic acid and, what and about thiamine the federal... mononitrate, and we don't even know what that is. So what good did it do for me to know that? Exactly. I'm not a chemist. I'm not going to look at that and go, oh, I'm not going to eat these. I, I don't I don't know. I, I, I think that the Federal Drug Administration... You know they allow so many insect parts in your in your Cheerios. That's protein. That that I don't know. I just to me it seems like a a but dumb argument. But best, again, I might not know what I'm talking. I probably don't know what I'm talking about. Best thing we can do, I think, is just grow your own food, be your own <clears throat> hunter gatherer. Right. And then, but then, when does it genetically modify? Does that just mean it happens in a? You know what I'm saying? So unless nature does it, you can't even help it along. Is that what they're saying? Well, I do agree that uh, that the, the, the what just, about cows just saying it's genetically are... uh, altered doesn't necessarily mean it's they've made it worse or made it bad for you. Exactly. It's just that you don't know. Right. I don't and care. People want it put on the label. If it's in a shiny, pretty package, I'll eat it. It's all about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just honest. You're just being honest right there. And I know it's just it's bad. I if you look at my grocery cart, it's just shocking sometimes that everything's in a box or a can or a bottle it's easy it's so much easier or in a bottle yeah uh is it, it is just so much easier yeah it is it, but it for is. me one person to buy a week or two weeks of fruit that doesn't last I, it's just that's a really bad excuse i just don't want to eat the fruit i don't want to eat the fruit 
So actually, you'd rather put the eat fruit out of a can because you know it'll be you could eat it a year from now and it'll still be or frozen, yeah, frozen. Yeah. Like I'll get frozen blueberries and stuff. Yeah, that but, stuff's good yeah. actually. Yeah, make your own smoothies. Uh, yeah, that kind of deal. Yeah. Hey, I know you travel a lot, uh, and uh, have you ever been to Dallas, Texas, Fort Worth? Okay, so I've been. What's the what's so what's the one by Louisiana? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my geography where, where so I was in the in the in the eastern part of Texas. What town were you in? I don't know. Where's you Dallas? You don't know what town? <clears throat> Dallas is sort of northeast. No. Yeah, no. So I wasn't way over there. I was more by Louisiana. Maybe Houston? Some, I don't know. San Antonio? I don't remember. Here's why I don't remember. It was Austin? so hot and so yeah. humid, I couldn't even breathe. So yes. my brain just didn't even work for the three days I was there. I You're was there, right about that. I was there to work, and I, I, it was just suffocating. Every time you walked there, outside, it was just, it felt like you were being smothered. It's a How huge. How do people live there? I, I do, you, you got it. I, I don't know. It's a hugely populous state, Texas. I, I think it. What is it? Third most populous or second? Yeah, it's, to California. Yeah. But uh, I was just there a couple of weeks ago, not even that, and I, I was given a, a speech uh -huh. there to, um, what were they, uh, oral surgeons. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so uh, I get off the plane and I just go, oh my gosh. It's yeah. just, it's like the humidity is stultifying and, and it was beginning to rain and they were really happy because they hadn't had rain in some time there. This is uh, specifically in Fort Worth where where I'm going, and uh, <clears throat> I'm thinking, man, it rains in Seattle, but not like this. It was just pounding big, huge buckets of rain. Falling. Were they hot? Yeah, it was like taking a <laughs> the hot raindrops yeah, of it was like Texas. Somebody emptying bath water on you. It, and, and then you know, and and then all the other things they have in that part of the planet, as you know, these creepy bugs they have that we don't see here. What? What do you mean? Venomous like what? Reptiles. What? Ugh. Well, you have that some of that stuff. What? Around. Yeah, you know, you don't oh, see water moccasins around here. You don't see cottonmouths around here. You don't they see, have those. There? And I think they got those Gila monsters too. <laughs> I'm sure that's yeah. Anyway, but that's I it, it, it. it's they're lovely people that I've met there. But man, I, it was time to get out of there. Yeah. How long did you have to stay? I just it was just a day in and then out. Oh, I, yeah. I was there for I three stay, days. Stayed overnight. Thought yeah. I was gonna die. Yeah. And you know me, I complain about the littlest thing. It, I would have been a nightmare to travel with anybody on that trip. So they go. We go there the first night, and the guy says, um, and he's got a bit of a twang but he lovely man he said now nah, we can do one of two things we could uh, go out and just have a beer and have a big old steak someplace <laughs> and i know you, you like steaks yes See, I don't, I don't, I don't that was them. the best part about going there oh really they do know how to do their steaks yeah right? i know but i just don't mm. like steak i don't know why i just I've, I've fallen out of love with it i don't i don't need them uh, but I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. You need he to said, let me make you a steak sometime. I will make you a steak that will make your eyes roll back in the back of your head. Because I'm dying? No, because it's the cut of the steak and how you prepare it that is Well, key. I know it has everything to do with it. Uh, so anyway, so you didn't do the steak and beer. What did you do? Uh, what so, else do they have so down he there? Said, well, the other thing we do, they're having a reception for the oral surgeons at uh, Dallas Cowboys Stadium. And I said, "Oh, yeah, well, that'd that, be cool for you to see. I'd like to see that place." So we go there, and uh, 
really nice uh, people, and I'm talking to various people. Interestingly enough, there were two speakers at this event, me and a oral surgeon from Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, he, uh, he and I hit it off great. Young guy. I thought he was like, are you a student here? And he's uh, he was speaking about, you speak, what was his speech about? His speech was entitled, The Proper Cementation of of dental implants and crowns. That was the title yeah, of his speech. So when he's yeah. done, I get up and say, well, that, thanks for shooting down my idea. <laughs> I was going to speak about the proper cementation. Of a... But he was actually very interesting, even to a, you know, a novice like me that doesn't understand a lot of the vernacular of his profession. He made it understandable, and it was kind of fun. Mm. But, I'll uh, take your word for it. It sounds boring as hell to me. Well, what was boring as hell was the night before at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. It was a little event put on by a company, I guess, that sells implants. You know, it's like a vendor. Uh-huh. And so they, it was their party. They were throwing it. The drinks were free, and there was good food. Macaroni and cheese was outstanding, by the way. All of this sounds yeah. so good so far. How? Yeah. Where does When does the boring part start? Well, the boring part starts when the, the guy who's, I guess, the CEO of the company or a major representative of the company gets up to speak, <clears throat> and he goes into this long, long, tedious explanation with a PowerPoint of... Uh, I mean, you're trying to eat, you know, and you're looking at, p- at people's gnarly, oh. uh, gnarly teeth and implants bloody and bloody gums and all that stuff. Oh More God. pudding, please. Oh God! And it, and well, that was fine, but it went on and on and on. So uh, pretty soon, me and a couple of other people that were starting to, you know, uh, get, throw up. No, we're just starting to make jokes. Oh, among ourselves. okay. You're starting to get a little unruly. Getting a little unruly, yeah. a little louder, and so then all of a sudden. <laughs> Uh, somebody comes to the microphone and says, Excuse me. That is very rude to our oh! speaker here. Would you people over there that are making noise, please pay attention and show some respect to our oh, speaker. Oh, man. You got oh, slapped down. We did. It's just, I felt like <laughs> that a, is embarrassing. I felt like a little kid. Oh, yeah, my God. That is embarrassing. Yeah. But it doesn't change the fact that we were on the side of right. And everybody in the room, if they had had the temerity to do it would have sat up and said no we're with them this guy sucks he's boring and we want to drink that's so funny yeah. oh my god i'm just looking because i'm already at you know a little bit of time lag because of the two hour difference yeah. and i'm thinking god i gotta give this speech and it was early they they wanted to meet me at the hotel at 6 30 in the next morning and i think god we gotta get out of here this guy will never shut up well, he finally did shut up, but uh, man, it did go on for a while. But anyway, I just think uh, it's a beautiful. Uh, Fort Worth is like Tacoma, I think, in some mm-hmm. ways. They have this inferiority complex about Dallas, okay. the way Tacoma arguably has about Seattle. Sure. And uh, but they shouldn't have it because I think Fort Worth is really pretty, nice downtown, well, and a cool whole, place. That and, whole area was the first time I ever, ever had ever been to Texas, and I also had to drive across into Louisiana and teach as well, which is a very short. Now there's <clears throat> there's where but, you're going to get your bugs and your reptiles. Girl. Well, I didn't see any bugs and reptiles, yeah. but what I did learn down there, I was only down there for three days. Everybody says, uh, "Ma'am." 
yeah. yes, ma'am, and thank you, ma'am, and how can I help you, ma'am, 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 ma'am. And I just felt... Just like Elvis Presley always said that. I just, I picked it up on the way. I just thought it was such a lovely thing to say. I just, I, now I say it now, all, there, often there, to people There's like some courtliness there. It's very, very yeah. polite. The nicest, most polite people ever. Really? Everybody, yeah. Yeah. Was, I couldn't breathe, but I loved it down there. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe there's, maybe we've lost something uh, yeah. as we've spread out in this country. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so I, I, I thought the people I met were really lovely too. Very nice. Kind of coming from a different place than me. Uh, they, they. Well, I, 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 I make it a practice never to talk politics anyway when I, with people you don't know that well. But clearly. We were in uh, <laughs> Rick Perry country. Oh, uh, sure. So, I bet. So, but but great people. I had a really good time. But the yellow rose of Texas is the only rose for me. My, my, Gene. That was a mighty pretty song. Oh, yeah. That goes for me, too, Gene. Jeez, I'm just hey, so... what's in that spray bottle right there? This? Yeah. Oh, that is, um, this is poison. <laughs> I always think it's a good idea to keep some poison around. No, it's anti-static screen cleaning gel. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm I glad was, I didn't spray it in my mouth. I was showing a guy uh, my laptop. I was showing him something on my laptop the other day, and he says, Hey, mm. have you ever heard of a cloth? Ooh, yeah, yeah my laptop yeah. was getting pretty gross. Mine gets a lot of... Do you dump. have an Apple, mm-hmm. a Mac, and is it white? Uh, the no. white, those it's white gray. MacBooks are just don't man. That that was hard to keep clean. Yeah, I, I hear. Do you own a cloth? <laughs> yeah. Every time my niece gets into my car, if I'm picking her up or taking her somewhere, she says, "You know, you really need to clean out your car." Oh man, she's very she's very judgmental. Yeah, and they, I'm like, you know what, the little thing, when you get a job and you have a million things to do, you come back and tell me how much I need to clean out my car. That leads me so. So unerringly into something I wanted to talk to you about, I saw this article uh, in, uh, it, it actually came out of the spoke, uh, Spokesman Review, which is a Spokane, Washington newspaper. I was just in Spokane, Washington. As far as I know, there's only been one song written about Spokane, and this is it by Jewel. What city can offer the great outdoors and access to 33 golf courses? Of course, Spokane can. I'll spare you the rest of it. And it, uh, the headline was, I just, this is a good, this is very interesting, because this is me. It's called Understanding Grumpy Old Man. And, uh, and it, it starts with the, 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 the writer, a guy named Jim Kirshner, says, quote, I was walking my dog down the street when a red-faced 60-something man pulled over and shouted, Hey! <laughs> Keep your dog off my lawn! <laughs> and there are two important facts to note. One, we were not on his lawn. And two, we had not been on anybody's lawn. We were just walking down the street. What I had just witnessed was a variation on the classic you kids get off of my lawn sure. syndrome, so typical of 60-something uh, grumpy old men, mm-hmm. and I immediately recognized him as the stereotypical member of my own age group, the guy who is irritated At by everything. everything. Yeah, yeah. I thought this is good. Well, that's a good premise for the article. Yeah. Now he says, 
In order to keep this resolution, I needed to look into some of the reasons that 50, 60-year-old guys turn into Oscar the Grouch. Well, and let me just, for before you even move forward, it's it's not gender-specific, I can tell well, you. he gets into that, too. Okay. Yeah, okay. He says, but the more I thought about it, the more I realized it is understandable why men my age start to turn sour. And I've done some thinking about this myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- these are some of his uh, theories. The most obvious reason, at this age... We have more to be irritated about. Like that squeaking noise right there. Let's let's interrupt this for a minute. Let me go over here right now. Well, Elliot set it off. I know I've this is a thing we talked about on our podcast here a few weeks ago. And my brother Mike listens to the podcast. God love him. And we were talking about this thing you had seen on the internet called... Pretty Polly or yeah. Polly Pretty. It's called, uh, yeah, Perfect Polly. Oh, Perfect Polly. <laughs> and it's a little plastic bird that is uh, motion sensitive. So it, it, it wasn't the product that caught my eye. It was the infomercial and the way they just went really overboard on how, what an amazing gift and how other birds can't even tell that it's fake. And yeah. I mean, just, I I was just really impressed by the amount of commitment that they put into the commercial f- for this for this weird product. Yeah, it's hilariously tacky. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so unexceptional <laughs> that it's exceptional. And if you it doesn't even remotely look like a real bird. No, it it unless does. you're about a mile away. Or you don't have your glasses on yeah. and you've poked one of your eyes out. But, but it it's a little parakeet and then it and when you pass in front of it it goes like this. <laughs> So, so we come a, home. We've been gone for a week. I, my birthday occurs while I'm gone, and so my brother says, "I bought you. I got a, got you a birthday gift." <laughs> my dog wants it really bad too. Oh, you can't have it, buddy. Let me take it, Dad. They, uh, Just give me. Let me at him. They I'll tear him feather from feather. They pass this off too as being the perfect companion if you can't yeah. have a pet in your house, or or you, just you don't, don't have room for a rubber party doll. <laughs> Or you just don't want to feed it or pick up its poop or all those other things. This is this is how they market this. This which is why it's called Perfect Polly. But it's not a parrot. It's a parakeet. So I don't know yeah, why it's called it's Perfect parak- Polly. Yeah, well, Polly you usually associate with, with parrots. A, with a parrot, right. Yeah. right. So anyway. Yeah. So uh, well, they, well, they skip all the advertising. Once you actually receive the product, then they're trying to sell you other stuff. Like, oh. get a set of 10 replacement batteries for free. Just pay four ninety nine postage and handling. So it's powered That's by those little, good deal. those little uh, button size yeah. cell batteries. Those are expensive. Are you going to do that? Well, no. Why? Because I don't, <laughs> I don't plan on having this thing on all that often. I just have it on now, <laughs> so you can uh, see it because yeah. you, it's something you talked about. And then my brother listened to the podcast, and lo and behold, he got it for my birthday. <laughs> That was very nice. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess it was. How well everybody's heard about the bird. All right. Uh, so back to grumpy old okay. men. So back to grumpy old men. Of which I'm, I hate to say it, there are times when I really am. Uh, usually in the car. But. Yeah. But, but, so we're talking about the reasons. And he said, let's. Is that be- you panting? Uh, is that coming over? <laughs> No, See, I know. He, no, he wants this bird. <clears throat> well, so then put it away. Okay, it's away. Here, give it to me. It's away. Don't it's away, set it Dixie off. Because it's, it's motion sensor, buddy, right? Buddy, you can't have it. Bird is bad for you. 
Yes. You know what your doctor said. Oh, and I set it off again. How do you shut it up? Okay, give it to me. Here. No, Elliot. Come here. He, he here, will. you know what? I'll give it to him. No, he'll eat that thing. That's he, one he will, way to get rid. He, he will take it, darling. one way to stop it. Oh, come on. Doesn't it have an on and off switch? <laughs> it doesn't have an on and off. Kill the bird. Kill the bird. There, it's off. It's off. Okay, it's gone. It's gone, buddy. Bird. All right. Hey, bird, don't get away from my quail. Hey, bird, don't. By the way, I have two dogs, Elliot, this one, and another dog, Sadie. Yeah. They're both Springer Spaniels. I love them both. I know. But, that's not true, though. But I confided to you that I, if there was a raging fire and I could only save one of them. Oh, don't say it like that. Yeah, I know, I know. But, it would be Elliot. Yeah, it would be Elliot. Come here, Sadie. <laughs> You're going to die. She's not here, is she? <laughs> I wouldn't say it if she was here. <laughs> And I love that dog. I know. And she's smarter than him, and she's more athletic by a long shot than him. She can. Maybe you love him because you can feel fetch sorry. Fetch a ball like you wouldn't believe it. Because you feel sorry for him. No, but he because he really is my first dog. Yeah. I did dogs, just didn't work out uh, for us and our family when our kids were little. Yeah. But uh, when the kids are gone, and now that I'm a grumpy old man, <laughs> uh, all of a sudden it's a new companion. <laughs> And it's yeah. not one that, that, well, then maybe you that smarts back to you. And he, he all he wants is just a treat once in a while. He'd give him a toy and bird to faithful eat. faithful. Yeah. yeah. So you should, maybe you shouldn't be so grumpy. You've got all this love in your life. Yeah, but you know how it is. He just had a birthday. He's seven now. and so I know, that's now, tough. Now I'm getting really... Yeah. I'm just saying, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? It's tough. It is dogs, a... dogs are designed, as they say, to break your heart. Yeah. You've got to know that going that in. That is the contract that we enter into every yeah. time we get a pet. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to get a whale to get a pet that would outlive you. I mean, do you want to do <laughs> or that? Or a tortoise. Or a tortoise. Yeah, or an elephant. Or an elephant. I think they can make... A parrot is a good pet. A parrot? They can live to 75 or so, They're I still... Yeah, but... Yeah. I mean a real parrot, not a toy parakeet <laughs> like that one. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now once I had no blue dog, made that possum walk that wall, run that possum up that tree, then sat down and bark for me. Come on, blue, you rascal, you treat that possum for me and you. Come on, blue, you rascal, you treat that possum for me and you. All right, so get, let's get back to this. We got about twenty more minutes. So why go. are you? What? What? Do you, so you're saying that grumpiness comes with um getting older or is it just is it with because of the experiences you've had in life that have now all added up and you're just sick to death of it or what it would would be different for uh, for different people but this guy raises some very good uh possibilities the the writer jim kirshner from the spokesman review in spokane washington uh he says let's begin with the physical aspects Aspects. Now, most of us have spent our lives taking pride in at least some aspect of our physical capacity. That's very true. Some, oh. some of us are proud that we can bench press. Uh, we're strong. Some of us have been proud of our speed, our agility, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. our ability to eat four hot dogs in a row sure. and wash it down with a big mm-hmm. beer. It doesn't matter what we were good at. The point remains the same. Whatever we were good at, you, we're, you aren't. We're not good as we were no. anymore. And yeah. you're not going to get as good as you were anymore. And, and and I'm sure that he means to talk about this too, the physical decline in physical attractiveness too. It's it's very, 
when I look at pictures of myself before, I've just burst into tears. I know. It's, isn't it hard it's to look so, at stuff? so... That was... Yeah, it is hard. Yeah. It's gone. My dad, kids will say, it's God, gone. Dad, you used to look really good. I know. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> oh, nothing. Exactly. Nothing. My Uncle Andy, who passed away this summer, 100 years old, um, they had pictures of him from the 1920s and 30s up on the screen. Everybody said... Wow, Uncle Andy was really handsome. Yeah, he wasn't that attractive at a hundred. Not what? that attractive. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. That, so that is that's got to be part of it. That's part of what what makes us grumpy. He said there's the aches and the pains and the syndromes and the indignities uh, for men. Prostates act up. Our, our our ironclad stomachs get real delicate all of a sudden. We can't eat the same stuff anymore. Yep, mm-hmm. We have trouble sleeping. Yep. Um, and he said, if you want to know all the things that are besetting men and women, just watch uh, the pharmaceutical commercials during the evening. Exactly. Acid reflux, joint pain, erectile dysfunction, uh-huh. frequent urination. He says, no wonder we get so easily pissed off. <laughs> That's true. And that, But then I thought this, this part maybe is even more true for me, at least. There's the changes that come in our family lives and our work lives. Mm-hmm. Because for much of our life, uh, our identity gets tied to our children, if we have them, mm-hmm. and our jobs. Right. And then when our kids leave, we retire, or maybe we just keep working. Mm-hmm. But what do we have left? And finally, there's the fact that the world is changing around us, and it's changing real fast mm-hmm. all the time. It's changed dramatically since we started this podcast. In fact, this podcast is probably obsolete. Probably. That people are listening some other way. Mm-hmm. Aging men uh, succumb to the nearly irresistible temptation to look at the world these days, and we just find it all screwed up now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the government's on the wrong track. The taxes are too These kids, they got no <laughs> respect whatsoever, and they're, they're all going Twitter mad, and, or the athletes are on performance-enhancing drugs, mm-hmm. and your guy computer's always locking up, and my cell phone drives me crazy, and everybody else's cell phone drives me even more crazy, and I'm, damn it! Damn it, I'm mad. <laughs> and it, it's, it's true. It, this stuff we can't, it, we want to, we it's feel not like unique. we've lost control. We used to think we had some control, mm-hmm. and now we don't feel like we have. Not unique to the times. This is a, a rite of passage that everybody goes through. Absolutely. Um, but, it, we, but we believe for many years it ain't going to happen to me. Well, no, but I'm what, never no, no, what I think, though, we believe is that it's not just, uh, it's about us. We do think it's ex- ex- external um, things that cause us to feel this way. It's it's not. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it's the it's, way the way we let external things who, influence us. Everybody who's aged from when it when we started this whole human thing has gone through this. No matter what the times were, so it's not the times that are creating this grumpiness. It's just the fact that you're pissed off that you're getting old. Yeah, but there we, we you could argue that we have more things to piss us off. I mean, when we... I don't know. When, when our parents If are, I had to work a farm and didn't have electricity, I'd be way more pissed off than I am now. Yeah, but you. But let's say you were living 100 years ago. Right. You, as you got older, I can I'd do a little thinking, what would you have 100 years ago? Well, let's, I... Let's go 75 years ago. As you got older and you got to be aged, you, the phones that you used would be pretty much the same phones you'd use your whole right. life. Right. The... 
the, the, the things in your world would be pretty much the same. Yeah. But it's not that way anymore. The change is... That's true. ...is gigantic now. And, mm-hmm. and we just think, we, we like the phones the way they were. We, you know, yeah. we, we, we wanted it because we worked hard. We were part of this to create this world, and now that world is gone. I do find that I, when I get pissed off, which is more and more frequently about more and more things, that the phrase that I usually utter to myself and nobody else in the house is... Yep, just not, nothing can be easy, can it? Nope, everything has to be difficult, doesn't it? Everything yeah. has to be difficult, doesn't it? Isn't that funny? That's that, that's my phrase. That's now. what people say. Yeah, yeah. Even if you're all it just by can't yourself. be easy. Yeah, <clears throat> I can't believe it. Can't really. Yeah, that's yeah. to you a lot. Really, it's got to be this mm-hmm. hard. Really, it, it, it's funny how it really is a completely shared mm-hmm. thing. So this guy, this writer, goes to the Mayo Clinic. Because he wants to find an explanation for the grouchiness beyond what he just has speculated. Did you say the Mayo Clinic? The Mayo. Oh, Mayo. Yeah, it's a condiment Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. And uh, he says, for men, low testosterone can have neural psycho effects. I heard that was a big, uh, not a scam, but a big unnecessary scare that... It's like men were running to the clinics to get testosterone. It's well, like, uh, yeah, you don't really need to do well, that. Well, you know what? I, I This is maybe telling you more than than neither of us need to know. But I, uh, for about uh, six months, eight months, uh, got was taking this testosterone stuff. Not be, not to get... Not, not for that. <laughs> but because I was told you're going to feel better, you're going to have more energy... You are you may you'll probably lose some weight too in the right places, and and damned if it wasn't true. Huh. I I just felt like I was a new guy. Well, then why'd you stop taking it? Well, I changed doctors and I got to get a new examination. But I'm gonna I got to I I really am I most things you take and you think well I guess I feel better I yeah. guess I feel a difference I'm supposed to I wonder but if this I'm, I really felt I'm gonna take some. Can I have some of yours when well, you women, get it? Well, women need testosterone. They have testosterone. Tell me about too. it. And we have estrogen. <clears throat> I haven't had testosterone in a couple of months. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, but I so I'm a proponent of it and I get that. And uh and right now, since I'm not using that particular Doesn't testosterone I, uh, I'm grumpy. Doesn't it make you grumpier because it makes you more aggressive isn't testosterone testosterone about being um, tough and aggressive. I mean, aren't you going to get into more fights on the freeway if you're taking testosterone? Shouldn't you really be taking estrogen? <laughs> I'm just wondering. Well, I would say yes on the estrogen, except that then then I'd be gaining weight. Ooh. Yeah, but just in your boobs. <laughs> okay, so uh, so it, they they say the low testosterone can have these neuropsychological effects, including low mood and irritability. The writer says, in other words, it's a contributing factor in something called irritable male syndrome, a genuine medical condition no, for which not. Donald Trump is the poster no, boy. No, it's not. You know what? Being irritable, irritable is not a syndrome. It's it's just a, a, another facet of being a human being with feelings and and. So you're and telling moves. me that the, the people at the Mayo <clears throat> Clinic are full of it? Well, no, I'm I'm just saying that why do we go to all these lengths to avoid feeling angry or avoid being irritable, irritable or all these emotions that somehow we just haven't been taught to be comfortable with and, and say, you know what, it's okay that I'm a little pissed off today. It's okay. doesn't mean I'm a bad person. I just can't. I cannot. You're not a bad person when you're irritable. You know that? 
Um, no, it depends on how you handle the irritability, which gets me to what you were alluding to a little earlier. Um, whether you're male or female, uh, the whole system is robbed of a chemical that is based on life for the first 50 years. I'm talking about testosterone again. But it can ca cause irritability in females, too, because th when they're depressed, they evidence it in crying oh, and cry. talking. Males tend mm. to use anger more. So another, mm. in, in, to put it bluntly, women fret, men yell. Yeah, I... Do you agree with that? Well, I don't know. I don't... Do you agree with it? <laughs> <laughs> I know that I, I do equal things. I yell. I Do you know I beat up my kitchen drawer the other week? I was so mad at something, and it had nothing to do with the kitchen drawer not shutting right. It just wouldn't shut right. And I slammed that thing until it was going to shut by cracky... And I busted the whole thing up. You so know, I beat I up my kitchen drawer over I, who knows. What, I don't even remember what I was mad at. I have no idea what I was mad at. The only time I've ever broken a bone, and, and this is pretty weird coming from a guy who's been around for a while. I've only broken one bone, and it was my toe. And I got, I was out shooting baskets, and I ba I just couldn't make a basket. And they were, Ooh. and I got mad, and I kicked at the basketball. And I, unfortunately, <laughs> the basketball was sitting on a rock. And <laughs> And I broke my toe. And, and most of the time, we're frustrated and irritable and mad, and there's nobody uh, around, and I would not never kick my oh, dog. Oh, no, 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 no. So let's just pay, take it out on an inanimate object. Yeah. Well, because we know we're going to prove something to that inanimate object. Yeah, I don't know what it was, it, and it's not even that it felt better, but I did. I just completely annihilated the drawer, and there were utensils all over the and place. And then did you f feel regret immediately? I felt ashamed. I felt ashamed that I'd lost it. I just had this sort of meltdown, and I felt ashamed. And then I thought, well, you know, it's okay to be angry and frustrated at things. Um and, you know, my punishment is now it's not going to be easy to get that drawer replaced. You can't just go to Home Depot and order yeah, another one. I know. That's what I mean. I have, to take it, I have to take it to the cabinet maker and get him to redo it and who knows. So I wish I could say that it was only on one occasion that this happened. But there's, <laughs> there's one occasion I can recall. I'm working. I'm trying to put this uh, garbage disposal in. I'm working under the sink. Oh, and that's the worst And I'm place working work. with a wrench. And yeah. the wrench slips out of my hand and falls down and... Smacks me right on the face. Oh, I bet you were. And I just, I went into a torrent of expletives that there were words that I couldn't even, I, where did I know that word? I just, I think I made some up, some new cuss <laughs> words. It was just a torrent. I was just, and it was loud and I was. Was there anybody around? Well, then I, then I get out from under the sink. I'm sitting up and one of our kids is standing there. Hi, daddy. <laughs> oh, hi, Katie. Uh. Daddy's uh, having a little difficulty right now this plumbing project. <laughs> you sounded kind of mad. No, 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 no. No, I'm just fine. Just uh, just don't just try not to remember any of those words you just heard, okay? You mean like the word don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> don't or the word no, 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 no. I so, remember the Christmas tree never went up without swear words in my house yeah. ever. Well, yeah, my dad w w was a considered himself a handyman, and all of my me and my four brothers learned from him how to build stuff. Yeah, and because he was crappy, now he's produced five crappy <laughs> home Great. handymen. We're all incompetent.
<laughs> well, see, but there is the silver lining is now you have YouTube. You can fix anything if you look it up on YouTube. Yeah. So you have really no reason to be grumpy. I should amend that. I think my brother Dan is pretty handy, but the rest of us are complete dorks, especially me. And any project that I start out, I I go into it with the assumption that I'm going to screw it up. Well, there's your this, that's this, your problem. Well, what, based on history, if those who do not learn from history, well, then yeah. So uh, you hire a lot of people, right? No, because oh. I, I don't. I don't want to hire people because you know that. Gee, I'll save some money. I'll do it myself. I'll yeah, get on. Uh, I'll get on YouTube like Lisa suggested. I have. Uh, and when it does work, I'm amazed. I, I just. I'm. I strut around like a, like a rooster. <laughs> hey, honey, I put that light in myself. <laughs> oh, you unscrewed it and put a new one in and screwed that one in. That's very good, honey. Thanks. Yeah. <sighs> Gonna go take some more testosterone yeah. now. <laughs> That's very funny. So, um, some of the, the problems are physical. Some men are overweight and they don't exercise. They get more irritable as they age because probably they have more to be irritated about. Uh, some guys lose something they feel is even more vital, and that's why Viagra sales are so big. <clears throat> right. So, um, see, that's our problem's already taken care of. No need to be grumpy about that. Yeah, I guess not. Uh, but between the ages of and besides, 50... it's not you who should be grumpy; it's your wife that should be grumpy. <laughs> well, yeah, and, I, and well, I wouldn't tell you the truth anyway, but I don't have the problem. Good. I guess I'm got lucky. Okay. But man, think of what, how randy I can get if I get back on well, that I, testosterone. I know. Oh my god! And take it. Just take a Viagra for the heck of it. Nobody on this house will be safe. <laughs> not even the horses. <laughs> Better cover the electrical outlets. <laughs> Oh my word! So, so here's the key. This is this is where this is going. the The key is so. How do you avoid turning into grumpy old men? The key is making a true identity shift. Every man needs to let go yeah. of his lost youth. Yep. Find a new thing. Create new, more age appropriate things. Yep. And identities for ourselves. So, I think that's very true. That is that's really what I am. I've been going through the last year or two. It's just letting go of, and part of it for me was not having kids. So I had a lot of struggle with that. Mm -hmm. And I'm now, this year, I'm now going, yeah, I'm just, I'm not her anymore. I'm I'm somebody else now. And learning to be comfortable with that. That's a, It's a real, that's why they call it the change of life. And that's why people have these midlife crises, because it's very hard to get into that. You're different. You think different. Yeah. You feel different. Yeah, you absolutely. You perceive things differently. Mm -hmm. Uh, so and that's that's normal. It's a, it's it's another stage of life, mm -hmm. and uh, you don't have to say, well, I guess I'm old now. We're not saying that, but you could find new interests uh, if you like to read, uh, see a lot of porn, for example, when you're young. Now you could go into uh, English literature or poetry, sure, that kind of stuff. There's yeah, there's lots of things to do that don't. Um, that, that you just haven't experienced before. So, um, yeah, I'm getting more comfortable with it. Although I still think I'm grumpy. Here's the other thing. And I, I still wish the kids would get off my lawn. Here's the other thing, though. I think I, I wish, uh, I, I think we have earned the right to be grumpy, too. I think that you sort of say, you know what? You've been around a lot. I think you've kind of earned your right to be grumpy. So yeah. go you've, ahead. You've put in your time. Yep. You've done the research. It's time to get pissed That's off. right. Oh, man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. You kids get off my lawn! But you don't even have a lawn! Well, yeah, thanks to you! 
Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Oh.